0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the Bigger Picture. We are zooming in on UOB's fourth quarter earnings just out this morning, and they are reporting an increase in their fourth quarter earnings as net interest income surges on higher interest rates. So its net profit for three months ended December, rose. Thirteen percent to one point one five billion dollars. Core net profit jumped thirty seven percent to one point four billion dollars. To help us unpack the results, we've got Terence Chua. He is a senior analyst at Philip Securities Research. Morning, Terence. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Hi, morning, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Hey, let's uh, unpack these numbers. It looks like, by and large, it's quite a decent set of uh, data. What's your take? How does this align for expectations?
1: Yeah, so uh, Ryan, the results came ahead of the market expectations. Uh, largely, like what you mentioned earlier on, if this was driven by better names, uh, when we strip out the integration costs for City, which is a one-off cost that you will be incurred, the results were still very, very strong. Uh, the 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 bright spot, obviously, was because uh, rates are climbing. Uh, on a quarter-on-quarter basis, uh, the net interest income actually remains stable. That actually helped to mitigate a uh, slightly slower. Non-interest income because wealth management fees continue to trend downwards. Uh, but that was obviously mitigated by a stronger net interest income. Dividend was also mm. a hit, but there was no special dividend uh, which the market expected. So I think that might
0: might be slight disappointment there. Yeah, Terence is a good overview. So let's uh, unpack some of these segments. Let's start with the special dividend. No, we saw DBS reporting a special dividend. Um, how much of a surprise is this for you to not see this playing out for UOB? Is there any clear reason why they did not want to do so? Yeah, I, I think I think there are different reasons. But I think they could be more concerned about the
1: integration of uh, Citigroup. And that's the reason why they might have chosen not to pay out a special dividend. Uh, but they, they did, having said that, they did hike the the, the final dividend. So I think that's, that's an indication that they, they are trying to reward shareholders. Another thing when we look at the results is that we uh, saw slowing loans growth in Singapore and the North Asia markets. And that's, that's something I think UOB uh, might be a little bit concerned. And that's the reason why they chose not to pay a special dividend this time round.
0: All right just to give listeners an idea of the dividends we've got a final dividend of 75 cents per share that is on top of the interim dividend of 60 cents per share so all in for the year a dollar 35 so versus what we got last year, it was 60 cents of final dividend and 60 cents for interim dividend, which was 120. So by itself, it's already better or higher than last year. So that's the good news, at least. Um, but no special dividend like what you saw in DBS's uh, side. Something to look out for perhaps in tomorrow's numbers when OCBC reports. And talking about loans growth. Um, We've got the China reopening story playing out this year. Terence, how much is that going to be in terms of exposure and upside for UOB? Yeah, so I think I think everybody's optimistic on the, the reopening of uh, China
1: for, for UOB. Uh, they, 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 in their, their results flash, we haven't seen them talk about the outlook. But I think generally the sentiment is that China's reopening will be positive for, for UOB. We're really watching that very closely. But having said that, we're still cautious because we don't expect the flow through from China's reopening to happen very, very quickly.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at an outlook um, statement by Deputy Chairman and CEO Wee Chong. He's saying ASEAN is vibrant and has immense long-term potential. He remains positive on the region despite the global economic gloom in the near term. And looking ahead, he's quite confident on that strategy. And I talk about those assets coming through uh, Indonesia as well as Thailand uh, and all the um, assets he took from the city business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right, right? When we look at UOB, the the difference between UOB and the, the rest of the other banks is that are, the growth has always come from ASEAN, and and we see that particularly for the these these current results as well. Uh, ASEAN really helped to help to mitigate some of the slower growth from uh, Singapore and North Asia. So I I believe their their strategy, even going into 2023, will be focused on ASEAN growth.
0: All right, we're chatting with Terence Tran. He is the Senior Analyst for Philip Securities Research. Now, Terence, let's take our attention to where interest rates are going. And just to give you a bit of a recap, you've got fourth quarter NIMS at 2.22%. That is higher than the third quarter at 1.95%. And last year, at the same time, in 2021, it was at 1.56%. So it's a huge jump. And like you pointed out, it is helping the bank to become more profitable. So where does this go from here? When you look at the Fed rate hikes that are coming through how much more upside are we looking at for NIMS?
1: Yeah, we, I think we still, we still expect to see about 100 basis points upside for NIMS. I think the market is expecting that. Uh, the US Fed has already guided that they, they continue to expect uh, rate hikes. In fact, uh, for the, some of the, the FOMC members are actually saying now that they, they think that they should do a 50 basis points rate mm. hike. So we think that uh, not only is the trajectory uh, momentum strong in terms of upward move, they also expect rates to remain higher for longer. And that's the reason why we think NIMS will continue to remain elevated and will also support their interest incomes in 2023.
0: Okay, and just to wrap things up, um, your take on UOB's stock right now, I'm looking at its stock price at $30.99. So for the year-to-date, it's up nearly one percent For the past 12 months, is down 4.2%. So if you were to look at the banks and all three banks, how uh, are you looking at in terms of the attractiveness of these um, stocks right now?
1: Yeah, we still think that it's attractive uh, despite uh, concerning, uh, concerns over uh, slowing non- non-interest income because of slower wealth management fees. Uh, but we, we remain positive on the, the trajectory of NIMS and uh, we see uh, NPLs also remaining benign. So we think that that uh, this will support earnings for the, at least the next two years. So we, we are po- still positive on the three banks.
0: Okay, so that's a good look for banks coming through from the latest seven numbers, and of course, OCBC will be reporting their earnings tomorrow morning. we we'll be chatting with Terence Stra. He is a senior analyst for Philip Securities Research. Terence, thanks as always for your time, and we'll catch up again with you soon. Catch up soon. Thanks, Brian.